0: And white. Santa's got a beard that's long and white Who comes round a special night? Santa comes a on special
1: night Special night, beard that's white Must be Santa Must be Santa Must be Santa Santa Claus Alright, in five, four Who has boots on to and red? Santa wears red?
0: Who has a long hairball
1: Michael <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 39 of... The fourth time around, it's the Christmas edition, assuming this actually gets out on the internet by Christmas. I, as always, am your host, Ross Everett Olsaver, and to the left of me, I have Gregory Clyde Wolfe II. Greg, why can't I understand Bane in the new Batman trailers?
2: I think uh, Nolan got the wrong idea from everyone hating the Batman voice and said, You know what? I'm going to make it even harder for you to understand. Get this guy. Complain now, why don't you, nerds? Right.
1: You know what? It kind of reminded me also – remember in Inception, uh, the, the guy who was uh, – he was also in The Last Samurai, I think, and he was – he played uh, the, the fake Ray al Ghul right. in Batman Begins. Uh, Ken Watanabe, I believe is his yep. name. Yep. A great actor, but I had a real hard time uh, understanding him in Inception.
2: Um, yeah, That's true. Right.
1: I mean I, you know he's great he's a great actor and I really like him a lot, but for some reason in that movie I had a really hard time getting, getting past it. Yeah, that.
2: maybe Nolan spends so much time with him that he can understand him. I don't
1: know. Yeah. To the right of me I have Michael and Mike, how you doing, buddy?
3: Yep, doing all right. Got a little cold, but you know. Yeah. This is uh you... this this is uh, you know, my my Christmas break though.
1: So you don't do anything for like for those of you that don't know Michael Malloy's life, I can, I'll just I'll, I'll break it down for you real quick here. Michael Malloy is a teacher. Someone has actually paid him to teach the youth. Our youth of America. The, youth, the youths of America, and uh, so he doesn't have to work for like eighteen weeks.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> uh, I think, uh, well, it's like two weeks I get off for Christmas. It's not
3: bad. Not a bad, not a bad gig.
1: Now well, my lady friend Suzanne is is a is a college professor and she she also doesn't doesn't teach for like 19 weeks. Yeah, you
3: get a big so. break in college. Yeah, It's crazy. They give you like a, yeah. month, off, a month.
1: A month. Meanwhile, I'm still, like, still slocking out at the office 9 to 5. What's ridiculous. going on? Ridiculous.
3: College should be where you get like a week off for Christmas and then you go back to work. Yeah. Like it, no. it should be the reverse. When you're in like middle school, you should get a month off. It should be easier. Because then, when you graduate from college, then you gotta work, you know.
1: Because yeah, I see. But I think maybe that's like, well, you don't understand. It's like that's the last little break that you get before like you're tossed to the wolves.
3: Until you see the real world. Yeah, see, that's why yeah. college is no good nowadays. I don't like it.
1: It's bad. And then five years later, you're you're hopelessly addicted to pills and, <laughs> yes. and no jobs and cheap women. No job. Cheap women. You have no job. and you yeah. may have killed someone in Calcutta. Yes. Um, Calcutta, hell, so your city. Yeah, try just around the corner. Right. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to go ahead and start it off with uh, we did Halloween fact versus fiction. Mm-hmm. So we're going to bring it all the way around the holidays here. We're going to do Christmas fact versus fiction. Start off with Michael Mail. Basically, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to ask you a question, Mike, and I'm going to see if you think that this is fact or it's fiction. Are you ready to play, Mike? Oh yeah, I'm 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 ready. Mike, do you think that all of Santa's reindeer are female? Fact or fiction?
0: Hmm,
3: it's an interesting question. I have thought about This actually, because um, I thought, can they fly? Mm-hmm. And then I sure. immediately thought, well, female reindeer can't fly. Because <laughs> women usually can't do things, I mean, not to be sexist, but like sure. if reindeer were able to fly, I would think only the like, male reindeer could fly. And they'd be higher they're, paid. Uh, yes, and they're going to be paid. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're able to do more, frankly, so I'm going to go with that's false. They're, they're all male. Yeah.
1: Actually, it's true. Mm. It's true. It is fact because according to the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, while both male and female reindeers grow antlers in the summer each year, male reindeers drop their antlers at the beginning of winter. Weird. So female reindeers are the only ones with antlers until they give them up after spring. Oh my gosh. See, I didn't even
3: think oh. they would have antlers. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, but all the you gotta think about the pictures of them. So Rudolph and Blitzen and all them, they're all they're all female.
3: They're all female. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, you know, most most females in the animal world can outmaneuver the males, like they have to to get That's away true. from predators and
1: stuff, and to get away from Mike.
2: Yeah, from, well, for the well, mics in their world, I guess. Yeah, and, which is which is terrifying. I would never want to inflict that upon a reindeer or mm. no any species.
3: Yeah. Well, see, yeah. See, it's, women it's, though, like human females, have developed that, but they use it to get away from one. Other guys. That's the only predators they have. They don't have like animals anymore. They usually get away right. from this. Um,
1: Does it get away from you, it seems. It's like some sort of <laughs> it's like some a, lizard brain. I'm what? telling you,
3: they yeah. They they don't look. Now I could say yeah, I've listed lots of reasons why I'm pretty like like why I'm pretty good catch. Right. We sure. talk about this. Sure. Yeah. There's lots of good reasons. Uh, your
1: your <laughs> long studies at the University of Vienna. Yes. <laughs> Went so well. I'm short and stocky, yeah. so I'm
3: like you can't tackle me. You know, i speak I'll,
1: I'll, a dozen languages. I think uh, a dozen you blend languages.
3: In,
2: Although you you made up eleven of them though, so that's the problem. Of course, of course.
3: Um, I'm a great fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, great mind,
1: great mind fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're all for one, Mike. Way to start off strong. I like it. Merry yep. Christmas to you, uh, Greg. Yeah. Modern depictions of Santa Claus as a fat, jolly elf, clothed in red and white, with rosy cheeks and a twinkle in his eye, were inspired by Coca-Cola advertisements of the 1930s. Fact or yeah. fiction? Uh, I think that's f- fact.
2: You're right. Yeah, I figured it as it much.
0: Is.
1: It is, isn't that crazy, though?
2: It just goes to show how good of marketers Coca Cola is. The fact that we still drink sugar water. Yeah. If you really think about what it is, and we, yeah. still,
1: we still ingest that stuff. but Yeah, so 19, it says 1931, Coca Cola changed its target audience um, from the adult looking for a pharmaceutical pick me up, high five, <laughs> uh, to everybody. And uh, the most successful illustrations were by a Swedish artist named Hadun Sundblom. Whose work depicted a portly white man in a red suit bringing joy to family and friends with a bottle of Coke? Yep. So there you go, one for one, my friend. Nice work. Thanks. Uh, interesting. Okay, uh, Mike. Let's bring it back around with the reindeer action. True or false, fact or fiction? The character Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was originally created as a holiday promotional gimmick for the Montgomery Ward department store chain. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was made up. You're That's right. I'm saying he was um, created by Montgomery Ward.
2: Who was out of business, by the way.
1: Well, how dare you. There- how dare you speak ill of the ward. <laughs> well, <laughs> you kind of have <laughs> to are dead. Are they really? Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Might as well just talk about bells.
3: <laughs> now, that one actually... Um, see, yeah. See, that one, I, I think I have heard of
1: and I'm going to go with yes, it's true. Yes, you're right. It is correct.
3: Really? Yeah, there you go. See? That,
1: that is right. So we have Coca-Cola inventing the modern depiction of Santa Claus, <coughs> and Montgomery were giving us Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. One for one, Mike. Greg, the word mistletoe derives from an Anglo-Saxon phrase meaning dung on a twig. Fact or fiction?
0: Whoa. Hmm...
2: I go false, fiction.
1: Actually, it's fact.
2: Whoa! Yes, yeah, those Anglo Saxons sure were vulgar people. Very vulgar. I'm, I'm glad the Normans just taught them a lesson. <laughs> Uncivilized people that they were. Good, take that. Are you like You're a the Viking only one left?
1: Destroyed. You're the only one left in modernity that roots for the Normans. That's right. Take. It. <laughs> Right. Yes. So, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm amazed. Yeah. So so we're one and one and one and one, is that right? Yeah. Time Very breaker. great. All right, here it goes. Michael Mayo, are you ready? Yes. Now, this is, this is, this is going to bring it down a notch for us. It's is a sad one. Fact or fiction, statistics show that the U.S. suicide rate increases significantly during the Christmas holiday season.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's not funny, but... In a way, more people commit suicide during, during the holiday season. Um, mm. You know what? It's such a joyful time, though.
1: Um, it is really, joyful? for for who? For the lonely people in the world, Mike. Um, you should know. You I, this is why I ask you this question because you know you you are deep in the psyche. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing significantly-
3: is, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't really even participate that much in Christmas anymore. I mean, I kind of go along with the. Like one of my students asked me the other day, "What I'm, if I was excited for Christmas?"
1: And I. And you just wept. Openly. I didn't even.
3: Well, I didn't even really have to think about it. I just said no, <laughs> and
1: then they, <laughs> just walked off. I was like, no. You like, finished your my
3: cigarette. Classes. Yeah. Walked get up. out of here, kid! I'm on my break. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> kid. Um, Union you know says what? I get 15 minutes. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm on you my care. lunch break. <laughs> nah, nah, I pay Union
3: my dues. Said. I'm owed it. Santa's dead. Um,
2: <laughs> I killed. I killed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, um, I mean, I could totally see. Actually, I'm now that I'm thinking of it, how. Uh, you know, it is a happy time, but this, for a lot of people, it's not. Sure. Um, it can be depressing. Now, would I kill myself over during the holidays? Probably not. But, yeah, I could believe that. I'm going to go with truth on that. Actually,
1: that. it's false. What? Yeah, most years, they, they tend to remain level, and in some cases, have actually decreased.
3: Huh. Yeah. That, that I am skeptical about, because... I think you should check
1: those numbers again. Yeah, well, all right. I just did, and you're still wrong. (laughs) So, still wrong. Uh, All right, so you are one for two. This means that Greg can take it home with this question right now. Right. According to folk tradition, the first person in history to decorate a fir tree with Christmas lights, naturally it was actually candles in those days, was King Henry VIII. Huh. Hmm. He's, maybe he was he's just tired of m- of marrying the yeah, wrong women.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's a German thing, though. I thought Christmas trees. Ooh!
1: you're on the right track. Uh, I like that. I like that about you. Uh, you're German. Your patriot. Your nationalism always, always, always. Through yeah, it comes like, through. Uh,
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go
1: false. You're right. According to tradition, the first person in history to decorate a fir tree with candles was Martin Luther. Wow, the opposite That's right. of the opposite of Henry. That's it, quite the opposite. So, Greg, I believe that you have come on top with two to one. Like you are one and two, Greg. You win. Holiday fact or fiction?
0: <laughs>
1: what? Yes, yes, Mike. You, you, to, you want to get you want to get a bonus? Let's give him a bonus question. What do you think about bonus question?
3: Oh yeah.
1: Let's give let's give Mike a bonus yeah, question. Let's, I'll do it. I can do it. I can do the bonus. You, all right, Mike. If you get this <clears throat> right, you still <clears throat> lose. I get to wrestle Greg to the ground. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah but I'll let you win things. then because
2: I really uh, that's not something I'm looking forward to. Uh-oh.
1: Oh come on, come on. See nothing. Yes. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, bonus round. I can do it. All okay. right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Known to us today as Santa Claus, the third century monk, St. Nicholas, came to be associated with Christmas because he died in the month of December.
3: <laughs> uh, well, Jesus is the one who was born in December.
1: Fact or fiction, uh, Mike?
3: The chances of Fact. him... Dying in the same month
1: that Jesus was born. Seems slim. Um, Fact or fiction? Fact or... See, and my
3: understanding is that Saint Nick is still alive. Because um, Santa Claus is still alive and Saint Nick is Santa Claus. He just kind of morphed into a jolly old fat guy.
0: Hmm.
2: So I'm going to go with False.
0: Actually, it's
1: true. He did die in the month of December. <laughs> well, so Again, I don't, I don't know think. if you got
3: your facts right, though, because St. Nicholas <laughs> is Santa Yeah, he,
1: he actually had several characteristics. He was venerated for his piety and kindness. He did die in the month of December. He was known as a protector of children, not in the way that you're thinking, Penn State. And he gave to the sick <laughs> and the needy. <laughs>
2: like, some like, for the Penn State administration is like, what the hell? Like, how dare you? That's libel. Let's play football. That <laughs> and then we'll yeah. go, is it really, guys? Is it really? And they're like, nah, I is guess it, you're right.
1: is that the most ridiculous thing? Like, they're like, let's give them one more game. Oh, well, and yeah,
2: him... the, the student's rioting, too. Like that, right. like, that shit. <laughs> like, it's a fucking game. Like, get over it. They
3: got you know? no priorities
2: straight. Though. Not to mention they were a pretty crappy team.
3: You know? <laughs> it's, it's football. Who, I mean, who gives yeah. a
0: shit?
2: You're throwing a ball oh no 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 but, but little kids being raped no, that takes precedence
0: that's
3: a line. yeah
1: that's I know it's ins- yeah oh but the felony abuse of multiple children we can just and, put that on the sidelines to play football
2: and, and I like how the idiot the redheaded idiot who witnessed it wouldn't tell Paterno all the details because he didn't want to like offend him or something
1: it's like oh man are you kidding me no It's like saying- Mike <laughs> logic it's uh, just so broken yes yeah Well, well, thank you for playing, Mike. You have missed every question except for one. Excellent. Well done. Greg Wolf, you have won Christmas Fact versus Fiction. Yeah. All right. We're going to to move on to the second one here, which is, I believe, a Greg in the Future. And uh, for those of you playing the home board or dice game, this is where Greg tells us about something that's going on. Maybe it's a new planet that's discovered or alien race or why Mike Mayala is so crazy. (laughs) So go ahead yeah well, actually,
2: today's uh, little tidbit actually could help Mike and his uh, common cold. Um, researchers at MIT think they've developed a way of uh, beating any virus yeah, it includes SARS um, herpes uh, common cold flu basically uh you you put this uh, i guess it's called a i guess you call it a vaccine in someone's body and when it recognizes that the virus has now invaded your cells. It will tell the cell to kill itself, which it will do anyway. Eventually, wow. when the viruses burst, you know, they, they build so much inside the cell, they just blow up. Well, sure. this, this tells does to do it before that can happen. And so they've tried it in mice and on human skin cells, so they're going to try it in big animals next. So who knows? Maybe in 10 years, we will no longer have to wow. deal with viruses the way we do now. So.
1: So this could this basically this could be like a cure-all. This is like a panacea for everything,
2: right? And wow. you can't and you know you can't. They can I guess adapt to it, but mm. they would just create a different protein to recognize that new variation. You know, that's insane. So it's like a programmable
1: vaccine almost.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then there's another guy here in in southwestern, who basically uh, is going the other way. It basically Cranks up your immune system to fight out. It's basically turning you into a into Wolverine, essentially, and fighting off uh, infection that way. So it's coming from both angles. That's pretty cool. Does it give you
1: adamantium claws? Uh, that's, that's, what I was gonna ask. that's step two. Yeah. Okay. All right. So step one, healing factor. Step two, we put Mike Mela under a tube of blue gel. Right. <laughs> and we graft Adam and T.M. onto him. Right, and he
0: be,
2: bursts out yeah. really hairy and starts killing everybody. Well, let's
0: –
1: I mean the hairy part, down. But, it, but the, it, yeah, it, just, angry. it
3: backfires. It just makes me hairier and
1: I don't care. Right. <laughs> like all, yeah, all it does is make you shorter. But, and, but I still you
3: know. worry about getting sick even
1: though – yeah. Like isn't it. this like – isn't that how I am legend with Will Smith? Uh, isn't that what they were doing? They They created some kind of – like Cure for Cancer that was like that and ended up just turning everybody into, like, poorly made CGI vampires. <laughs> yes, and I actually turned them into CGI vampires. They're, like, zombies,
3: uh, aren't they in that movie? That's like I, a thought were, Paris, I thought they were
1: – I believe in the book, which is written by Richard Matheson, which is one of the worst pulp novelists of the 70s. I mean he is – he wrote a book called Hell House, which I happened to listen to on uh, Audible, you know? <laughs> <laughs> on Halloween, you know, it was, it, was a Hall- it was a Halloween night and I was kind of hanging out at my place and I was like, well, I'll listen to like a scary book. You know, I'll get in the kind of, you know, candy and things like that. And it was laughable, but. Uh, so you thought it was scary because it's so badly written? I, I had to stop after like <laughs> five chapters. Like, like, this is just one of the best books ever. Uh, why, how can I finish this? You know, it's like, uh, you know, Ovid's Metamorphosis. Okay. Uh, the Bible probably. And then Hell House, I think number three.
2: Well, you know, I think in the—I've read that book. It's actually like a short story, really. Isn't it—aren't they, no. vampi- they vampires?
1: Wait, I Am Legend? Yeah. Yes, they are vampires in Matheson's I Am Legend. I believe in the Will Smith movie, though, they just are horrible looking. Right. Which I mean, is that is the worst. worst it's bad enough. Well, they're really the angry,
3: too. I think.
1: They're really angry. Yeah. That's the well, worst the- CGI I've ever seen in a movie. Ever. That's pretty bad. That- I think even the special effects in the original Conan the Barbarian are better. Wow. <laughs> I know. That is saying a lot. I think the Highlander movies trump. <laughs> uh, the budget of the Highlander movies, I think, was somehow less than I Am Legend, and still the special yeah. effects are better.
3: But it's still, hey, But when you put, you put Will Smith in anything, it's moneymaker.
1: Um, well, no, they're, doing, they're
2: doing another uh, Men in Black, I noticed. That's right. That's what we need.
1: See, I'm confused here because I don't has he has he made a, a movie that that was good in the past like decade. Um, like I'm I'm really he and did I that, don't give me he did no don't off. give me yeah that was that it not, could
2: have been good but it, it got really <laughs>
1: bad real quick. It was like when that he was in that inspirational movie that inspired me to turn it off because it was so bad.
2: Oh, um, the, uh, happy, um, the
0: happy happiness, the pursuit of happiness, pursuit of
1: happiness. Yeah, Just, yeah. The okay. pursuit of uh, trite Obviousness
3: <laughs> Well it's, 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 it's starring his son is in it too Playing his son Yeah
1: He's and then packed. the son
2: Was in The Karate Kid Yeah Yeah
3: what? and then he put his son In a movie Yeah it's his kid It's his own kid He's got him acting now Man I mean that's how All these guys do They It's all about connections You know it's all
1: about who you know, I guess. So Greg, I mean, I'm terrified of this of this of this cure, though, Greg, because because <coughs> couldn't you can program it to help? Can, isn't some nefarious, uh, you know, evil evil uh, plotter out there? Can't he program this to to harm, like attack specific genetic structures, like Mike Mela? That's a good point. Um, like what well, if, what so if presum- he engineers it only to wipe out Mike Mela?
2: Well, presumably this, you know, it's programmed only for that virus. So, I don't know if you can tell it to just kill, uh, you know, normal cells. Like stuff. your
3: cells will just kill themselves, like you mean?
2: Yeah, like I don't know. If, healthy cells. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, there is that guy who took the, and this is true, he took the um, bird flu and made it really, 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 really powerful by really virulent. Yes. And then he wanted to publish how to do it. Yes. I like and, it. And 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 basically, national security people and all these journals said, "You have your mind. No, you yeah. can't publish this because essentially, you'd just be handing over a chemical weapon to someone." And, and he's
1: like, "It's in the it's in the name of science, Greg." Yeah,
2: See,
3: well, now this is the
2: problem with science
3: that I that I have.
2: Well, and his whole point was, you know, we could use this to make a, a better defense against him. And everyone's saying, "Look, you can just do that in house. You don't have to publish how you did it." Yeah. To the whole sure, world. Exactly. We shouldn't even
3: be messing with that stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why we, why, why do scientists feel they gotta? I mean, this is crazy. Like messing with bird flu, even like this, making your cells like commit suicide. Basically, I mean, so you get a cold. I mean, it's well, not the little,
2: idea. <laughs> the idea is that you can stop HIV and, and you know uh, hepatitis. But again, so, uh, you get it.
3: Maybe you should
1: get it, though, if you—you you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you <laughs> did something. Right, right. Hold on.
2: Well, guess—yeah. Uh, mm, uh,
1: well. I like how Mike Mike wants to use it to, like, just eliminate, like, his Sinners. occasional headache.
2: Well, he, or he would just eliminate people who he thinks, you know—
1: well, you, Sinners. You
2: know, you kind of—you know, you were kind of mean to me in high school, so you need to die of whatever virus that uh, comes up.
1: Right. yeah.
2: No, but they're saying, you know, we're up for a pandemic pretty soon, you know.
0: Oh my gosh. And, uh,
2: statistically. This, statistically, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, this could help stop that. So Delicious. why
0: not? Oh sure. Yeah, that's it. crazy. That's scary.
1: I mean, I hear about this and I, I just think this is going wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how. I know it's going to turn out that we're all going to be poorly made CGI vampires. <laughs> one one can only hope. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just I see that zombie apocalypse. Uh, yes, I yes, see remember. and
3: I and maybe it's cuz we've been watching uh The Walking Dead, but I feel like you know what? If there are zombies, it's probably going to be a virus.
1: And hey, I got an idea for The Walking Dead. Why doesn't it move faster? <laughs> Instead of being oh, the slowest freaking show ever in the it's history of it's gotten bad.
3: Television. It's gotten like
1: it has yeah. gotten. They've they have there is a shark and they're jumping it, <laughs> and that's that's the end of it.
2: Well, yeah. I, are they not keeping it close to the comic?
1: Not no, kind it? of, but even the comic. Well, no, there's a ton of changes. There's a lot. There's a lot different from the comic and and the as was was the, as the television um, quite a few i mean the first big one being that shane is still alive because <laughs> um, oh, really? he's dead by the end of yeah he's dead in issue six of the first the first series oh. but uh yeah several changes there and lots of characters that didn't exist in the, in the comics are in the show and kind of back and forth but man it just seems like they took forever to do the farm thing uh, you yeah. know.
3: well it was the whole it's season like, they were...
1: <laughs> I know it's like they're going into town they're to coming back they're going into town they're to coming back it's like God, <laughs> yeah. just pick up all the shit like you forgot like I, oh by the way I need a pregnancy kit okay. by the way I need some bananas yeah you know yeah. just baking up shit to make <laughs> it's really
3: weird and then every once in a while like zombie ah! <laughs> but everything else is just people them arguing with each other and then every once in a while a zombie will pop up and it. but it's really just like People getting upset because they're stuck on a farm.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they yeah, there no, no more reaction to being on a farm.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, just yeah, being bored out the, of their minds.
3: Those guys trying to kick them off the farm. That's about it. And then, you know, zombies pop up. But.
1: Yeah, it's basically like the real world zombocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of like, yeah, that's sort
3: of the zombies like, oh, only, gonna, like. Yeah, they're not even that bad. You only find a zombie if you, like, wander out by yourself. You know, really far- yeah, and
1: apparently all you could do is just scream and let it bite you.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is kind of it's, silly.
1: That's your defenses. I like. I had a husband, but I think he's dead. So let's hook up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> like I think that was the plot of Real World Austin.
2: So she was going to be a hua anyway. Just how it happens there were zombies.
1: I uh, think that uh, yes, I my my sense uh, there is predisposed.
3: She thought her husband was dead. So she immediately grabbed. See, this is what women do,
1: though. Uh oh. They immediately grab oh, onto. Mike, Mike, you can't. I know that you are jaded, but if, <laughs> if, it was, if it was me and you, and I thought you were dead, Mike, I would never move on.
3: See, thank you. <laughs> I would clean Guys, I, guys have loyalty. That yeah, it's, it's, you know, because our friendship isn't based. Our relationships aren't based on what can you give me. On money. <laughs> um,
0: it's <Okay>. based on <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, look, I, I got no, my bridges are burned. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I got, there's no one out there that might be listening that I might be like, oh, I hope she doesn't hear that. No. I just,
1: yeah. I, I just like the idea of like uh, Greg Wolf, like he's sitting in the, the farmhouse and he's the last one left. And it's like a, it's like a Dylan song in the background. He's holding like a locket with Mike, your picture in it.
3: Yeah. He would do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd, Remember, yeah. I gave
3: him that picture
1: of me a few uh, years ago. In the, in the gold locket. It was your grandmother. So it was a touching
3: right. I took Yeah, he took the picture of his grandmother out and put the picture of me in. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were dead, Mike, but now that you're back, everything's the same.
3: Well, I do like that show because it does make me think, I start to imagine in my head, what would I do if I were in a zombie apocalypse world? You'd probably
1: like, be less of a drama queen. Would, be my would I get someone pregnant? Would I? That means the opposite of that. Right. Yeah, quite. Quite. Yeah. All right. Well, there's the Zombocalypse. Thank you, Greg, for Greg in the future. We're going to finish up this episode with uh, uh, hopefully an abbreviated version, but you never can tell, with uh, Mike Dreamweaver. For those of you playing the Border Dice games, where Mike tells us about a dream he's had. It's usually random and totally bizarre and sometimes mildly offensive. And all real. And all, real. Trying, and and an all. all actual dreams. This is and, not uh, some bit. This is real. This is nobody. Came my head. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody sent a script across. This is just, this is just from the brain. of oh, that uh, madman.
3: And uh, you two haven't heard this at all yet, by the way.
1: No. no in fact, in fact
2: Mike was starting to tell it to me before the show. I was like, just shut just up. I don't want to hear a single thing, you idiot. Yeah. Just, just save it for the show.
1: Bring the crazy. Let's do this.
2: <laughs> all right, Mike.
1: Dreamweaver. Let's do it.
3: So I <laughs> love that title. Okay. This is, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick. So the last one was a Halloween one. It well, was. some people didn't think it was too scary. I thought Andrew Zimmerman—that oh, was terrifying at my like I thought it was
1: horrifying.
3: Yeah. Um. This one actually is also pretty. Like, I wish that I had had a more Christmas-like, happy holiday one. I don't know what's going on in like my subconscious, but this dream was messed up that I had, and this was just last night. Um, it was not Christmassy. <laughs> Well, the beginning is a little Christmassy, but it gets dark, um, and it might it might scare Greg. So I'm just telling you. Okay, here's how it starts. I'm in a mall. Um, you two are both there
2: hmm. initially. So I know this is all fantasy, so go ahead. But I'm not you, too scared.
3: Yeah, because we would never go shopping together. But in my dream, we were Christmas shopping. Like, I don't know, some generic big mall. Um, We all stop. For some reason, we all just think to ourselves, like nobody says anything, but we all find ourselves in front of Santa Claus because every mall usually has one. And um, we get talking to Santa Claus, um, and he's like, how are you doing, boys? And and, and I'm a little freaked out because, like, we're not little kids. We're just kind of watching Santa. And um, he calls us over to him, and he has us, like, cut the line. And these little elves, like little midget elves, I don't know, again, with the midgets, I don't understand why, but they they kind of lead us up. You know, they kind of, like, push the other little kids out of the way, basically, <laughs> and take us up to the front of the line to Santa Claus. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is weird. Um, and Santa starts to look, like, really stern. Like, he gets a weird look in his eye, and I'm like... Yes, Santa? And he said, you've been a bad boy, haven't you? And we all kind of freeze and we kind of chuckle, but Santa has not changed his expression. Santa's like dead serious about this. And he looks at each of us and he says that. You've been a bad boy. And we're like, this is kind of crazy. And he's like, let me show you something. And so we're like, um, okay, so he takes us, he starts leading us, and, like, before we can even, like, tell him whether we want to go or not, these, it's too late. these midget elves are, like, kind of pushing us now. It's getting a little physical. Like, the midget elves are starting to get physical
2: with the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we can't overpower these little elves?
3: Uh, like, well, are there we, too many of them? There's, 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 there, there, there's several. There's like at least five or six. I feel.
1: There, I'm sorry, but no little elf is going to push me to do anything. Well, Greg, what if you know? What if they've Gulliver traveled you, and there's like two of them on your legs, and one of them on I'm your. Grabbing, neck? I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing like objects. I'm swinging.
2: No little freaking elf is pushing me anywhere. I know, but I know, elves, Greg.
3: Elves. Has, every dream has its own world, though. Like this is what I'm saying. That's true. This yeah. world, These elves somehow are manipulative.
2: Well, that, Okay, so they're not you telling the truth and they're trying important. to get to do stuff.
3: <laughs> this <is laughs> no. when I start to get scared, because we all three of us start to feel like well, we might not go, like we hesitate. No, little elves start see. pushing us, and they're strong. They're pushing us along. So we're following Santa out some like little quiet hallway in the mall. And I realize he's taking us out to the back alley, somehow in my brain, I know. This is a,
2: not Santa Claus. This is some, like... It's a dirty, dark alley scary racist yeah. guy I don't, uh, I don't
3: yeah no it, it it it's bizarre um so as soon as we step out into this dirty dark alley mm-hmm. somehow it like you know the, the dream just sort of morphs and changes and we're suddenly um in like some forest nice. like it shifts okay. from being an alley to like some forest and here's the weird like part <laughs> it starts yeah. to even change more like i stay the same i'm still my and for a few seconds, it's still Ross and Greg. Uh-huh. But then Santa is no longer Santa. It's Captain America. Oh, <laughs> awesome. this, is, this is totally true. This <laughs> is awesome. Captain America is there, and we're in the woods. Continue. And, and um, I, I, I'll try to get to the point, really. Because um, the stuff that happened in the beginning doesn't necessarily have to do with what's going on now in the dream. Clearly, yeah. That was kind of like creeping me out. Now we get to it's Captain America in a forest. Hmm.
2: Um, Are we sure it's Captain America? Though Maybe this is like a shapeshifter that made you think it's Captain America.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Or is it is it the U.S. agent? Yeah. It, you know what? You're not kidding. It, it's possible because uh,
3: here's what happened. Somehow, some like – and I, I wish I could remember what it looked like. Some evil force, mm-hmm. some villain pushes – like pushes I remember this very clearly that it's Captain America and some force pushes Captain America into this like stone wall it was kind of like wet concrete I guess and Captain America gets pushed it's kind of like on um what does he look like on uh you remember in Star Wars when uh, what's his name Han Solo
2: yeah Carbonite
3: yeah yes okay I see um Captain America kind of gets pushed in so that only like but only like his head is sticking out still (laughs) And I remember looking at it thinking, huh, Captain America is stuck in there. I started to get a little weirded out. And uh, the weird part is Ross is no longer Ross there. Like, Ross and Greg are no longer there. Right. It's now become like some dwarf figure, kind of like from Lord of the Rings, kind of like Gimli. It's like some dwarf character. Is standing next to. I mean, we both
1: we've, we're both gone, and there's Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like I don't know
3: if they're you, but yeah, now suddenly I'm not with them, with you guys. I'm is with
1: he, some dwarf character. Kind like how his cousin Balin is going to give us like a great <laughs> warm welcome in the mines.
3: Yeah, right. No, he wasn't no. talking, but he was just there. I mean, I got the sense that we were friends. He was there with me, and then oh, it, sure. yeah, Greg wasn't there anymore either. Uh, there was a, an actual elf. But this was like a good elf, like um, right. not like a Santa Claus elf, more like a
1: – But like an f- effeminate, like a, like a, a long, flowing hair elf. Yeah, not well, like – the big ones, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. But, yeah. Okay, Those, those could take me. I can understand those, those big guys taking me, but no – Sure.
1: <laughs> but these but – no A little collection like, of smaller elves is going to best Greg Wolf, I think thank is you're saying.
3: Yeah. Now, I know this is a weird one to like interpret. But here's what happened. I think
1: I, I think I know what, what – oh, go on. I'm sorry. We're well, not I'm done, I'll, are I'll we? Finish, I'm sorry. This is going <laughs> long. I'll finish up the dream. Here's
3: where it gets dark. Sure. This is where I woke up being like, what the hell happened? I'm <laughs> yeah. freaking out thinking, okay, Captain America is lodged in this concrete wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, uh, I've got to get him out. I've got to get him out. Then all of a sudden, somehow it shifts, and he's the bad guy. Captain America <laughs> becomes the bad guy in my dream. I could just sense I it. See. And suddenly he's, like, a threat to me. Like, he's, like, I'm going to get stuck in that wall with him. And somehow I just knew, like, without talking to anyone, I knew that I had to kill him. You see? He's still stuck in the wall, but somehow he still has some power in the dream. So I grabbed, for some reason there's a pencil, like a sharp pencil on the ground. Mm -hmm. And because his head's sticking out of this concrete wall, the only way I could kill him is to jab this pencil (laughs) into his neck. It is getting it's dark. Hard. I've never dreamed of killing anybody in my dreams.
2: That's okay. You go on. To choose Continue. to kill the, the symbol of America.
3: Yes, yes. Oh, this is, yes. This is crazy. So I jabbed the pencil, and it wasn't like, oh, a quick jab. It was like, it, it was like me pushing with all my might in the dream to get it to his <laughs> neck, and then it, like, didn't go in. So I, like, it was, like, a long period where I'm just, like, pushing this pencil into his neck, just hoping <laughs> he'll die before he, like, Hurts me. Beats me or whatever. Uh, And I just remember waking up right after I'm like shoving this in and Captain America slash villain dies.
1: Here's my interpretation of it, Mike. Here's what I think. Seek help. Yeah. Professional. (laughs) Go and talk to somebody. Yeah. Because I'm... No, here's what I think, Mike. This is what I think about you, buddy. I think that you have a, a general reluctance about the holiday season. You already said you weren't very happy. The kid asked you,
3: <laughs> yes. you know,
1: are you enjoying Christmas? And you're like, I, I don't even know what Christmas is because I'm right. dead
3: inside. I don't look forward to it. So anything. what I'm
1: thinking is it starts off as, as a, like a malevolent sort of reminder about that Christmas is, is an opposing dark force on your life. And then as soon as that expectation is met, you are led out into what appears to be some sort of Brooklyn, uh, (laughs) yeah, heroin-needled, dropped, hepatitis-filled alley. And the instant you get out there, suddenly it changes to show that maybe Christmas is not that bad, Mike. And Captain America, I think, represents your dreams during this holiday season. He represents the thing that you want most. And you're very excited to see the thing you want most. But then you realize... That the thing that you want most is actually the thing that you have to kill.
3: Yes. Yeah. Exactly,
1: right? Which is Chris yeah. Evans. Which is probably <laughs> Chris Evans. Because somehow he was the human torch and then he was Captain America. I don't understand he was how he was. He
2: that really born. bad movie, The Losers, which I saw recently. Oh, my God. That was
1: a horrible movie. God, that yeah, I was
3: bad. why you sat and watched all that. I, had, I was in the apartment where he was watching it. <laughs>
1: like, well... Once you've started on a like a downward slope like that, you just have to finish it off. You just got to – yeah, you got to see the plane crash. You just got to – It's kind of like you shoving the pencil in Captain America's eye and neck area. Like you have yeah. to go ahead and kill him because – It was
0: bad.
1: Yeah. It was
3: bad. I was scared. I never killed anybody in my dream
1: before. So what if – so let's break it down here briefly, Mike. What, what do you want most for Christmas? Golly.
0: I'll
3: yeah. Be happy. <laughs> no, uh I,
1: no, <laughs> the I, I thought about like that think, was the most honest answer you could have given. I totally believe you. That's what I think.
3: No, it is true because I tell Rich and Greg all the time. That yeah, not, but um, no, because I it's actually I, I was thinking recently about like what I want, and I like I don't really need more stuff. I don't know. I don't really need anything. Yeah. So yeah, just to be like satisfied
0: and be nice.
1: Well, you need to take that expectation, Mike, and stab it in the neck right <laughs> <instantly>, <laughs> until you realize that you are happy. Right.
3: Well, it bothers me that it was Captain America. I feel like I, like that represents America too, though. Like maybe no, that's that's too it's too
1: literal. It's too literal. It can't yeah. represent America. It's got to be something weirder than that. Yeah. It probably is unresolved issues. Something like that. Right. Yeah, that's
3: what I'm thinking. Because there is something fun and innocent about Captain Murphy. He's like a, like a absolutely hero. You
1: know? Yeah, he's every. I mean, yeah. I I think he's great. Even yeah. if he is in The Losers and Fantastic <laughs> One and Two. Even if he is the same actor, I don't. Hey, and I think Street Kings with Keanu Reeves. And I, I'm i okay with that. Right. Well, was he in that too? He was in that. God. And, uh, so was uh, Forrest Whitaker, which I can never tell if he's being ironic. I don't I can't figure it out with him, with that guy. Really yeah, I like him, but I can't tell if he's putting me on. Anyway, right. thank you, Mike, for doing sure. Dreamweaver. We appreciate it. Oh, great. Merry Christmas, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy Merry all. Christmas, thanks. Greg. Ready?
2: Yeah, thanks. Please tell me, Dad, as we say here in Texas. Be afraid of Mike mallon 's dreams, because I am. Be afraid
1: of... Yeah, just run. God, you have to sleep in the same apartment. That right there is... <laughs> Is a Christmas no one wished for. <laughs> that is a holiday nobody wants.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That is a miracle on Asylum Street.
3: Yeah. If anyone wants to like send me anything, like try to cheer me up. Yeah. That'd be awesome.
1: Like happiness in a box. box. <laughs> Alright, well great. Michael Mayella. Yep. That's it. Gregory Clyde Wolf the second? Sir. Me, Ross, Molesaber. Thank you for listening to episode 39, Christmas edition of the fourth time around. And we'll be back on a semi regular (coughs) schedule through the new year. Uh, Merry Christmas,
0: everybody. And Santa wears boots so suit a Who wears a long cap on his head? Santa was a long cap on his head. Cap, cap on head, suit that's red. Special on night, beard yeah, that's white. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Santa Claus. Huh. Who's got a big red cherry nose? Santa's got a big red cherry nose. Who laughs this way? Ho! ho, ho. Santa laughs this way. Ho ho ho! Ho ho ho! Cherry nose, cap on head, suit so that's red. Special. Right